Welcome to the Women of Marvel podcast, where we assemble to talk all things Marvel and more. This is episode 80. Uh, Judy Stevens, producer, reporting in. Ooh, reporting in. Yeah, Hello, Judy. guys. <laughs> I'm Emily Shaw, associate editor. And today we have a special, pretty big group of people here for an introduction to our next generation of assistant editors, many of whom are women. So we brought in four new lady assistants to talk about where they came from, what books they work on, a little bit of their background, just so you guys can get to know them. Um, and yeah, I will let them take it from here. Uh, salutations, all. Um, my name's Heather Antos. I work in the... It's really complicated. <laughs> <laughs> I work on all the Star Wars universe books, as well as all the Deadpool books, as well as X-Men 92, but I'm technically in the Spider-Man office. <laughs> You are? I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah, you know, Star Wars, Spider-Man, they go hand in hand. Yeah, totally. It's <laughs> all the S books together. Oh, the S books. That's, yeah. that's how we do it, alphabetically. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, could you well, imagine? And Heather, you've been on the podcast before, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you guys t- may recognize her. Yeah, we, we talked uh, Star Wars, a little bit of Star Wars yes. beforehand. <laughs> Welcome back, Heather. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, I'm Alana Smith. I assist Tom Brevoort on all things Avengers and most of the large, stressful crossovers. I also <laughs> assist on Secret Wars and um, Standoff coming up. So so all the nice, big, terrifying books are mine. <laughs> you said this was going to be a happy podcast. <laughs> it's mostly happy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, is it is it my turn? It's your okay, turn. Okay, great. Hi, I'm Christina Harrington. I'm the assistant in the X office, so I work on all the X books, which would be Uncanny, All New, and Extraordinary X Men, as well as our Wolverine books. We got Old Man Logan, which is actually out this week. You should probably go pick it up. It's really good. Um, and All New Wolverine, and then also for some reason, I assist Katie Kubert on Hercules and Howling Commandos. They're good books. They're fun. I like them. Okay, hi. <laughs> My name is Kathy Wisniewski, and I'm also in uh, the Spider Office, which is just a big web of things. Um, <laughs> I, I assist uh, editor Jake Thomas on Galactic books, which includes Drax and Venom Space Knight, and also the Street Level books, of which there will be many more in 2016, and we're all very excited about that. As Iron Fist and Power Man in the other order. I mean, it's pretty amazing. In the last year, we've hired probably six new assistants. These numbers may be off. And four of the six new assistants have been women, which is pretty rad and definitely a testament to how awesome you guys are because it was absolutely not an incentive program by any means. <laughs> it just happens to be that we have some pretty amazing women applying for these positions and it's been great. All of a sudden we went from having like three ladies in editorial to now there's like so many of us. I love it. It's so great. It's been nice. I know we like it. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we like true. it. 
I know. If we had all the women editorial, we'd, we would have too many people on this podcast, maybe. Because <laughs> we're missing Katie Cooper and Sana. Mm-hmm. Am I missing anyone? No, I think that's mm-hmm. everybody. Well, if we include Jen Grunewald. As yeah, well. Oh, of course. Yeah. 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 We always include Jen Grunewald. We dragged her on a podcast once. And when I say drag, I literally mean drag. I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kicking and screaming. Yeah. For those at home who don't know who Jen Grunewald is, she has been working at Marvel for 12, 13 years, and she works in the trades office. She also manages a couple other books, too, besides the trades, right? She works. What does she work on? She works on a couple of... She works on a lot of Brian Bendis's... Yeah. Um, Icon project, yeah, yeah. like uh, the reprints of Alias and stuff like that. I think mm-hmm. and, and getting that stuff up and running. Yeah, she is out to the door on time. Yeah. She is an OG woman of Marvel for sure. She's been in editorial for for a while now. She's like knows everyone and everything. Um, but back to you guys. Back yeah. to the not OG women of Marvel, the new women of Marvel, the next generation. We call them all new, all different. All new, all different <laughs> yeah. women of Marvel. Um, let's talk a little bit about. How you guys got in the door, when you started, when you knew that comics was like a passion you wanted to pursue, um, like how you got this insane dream job. Uh, well, it's kind of split 50 50 at this point between like two of us were interns. So me and Kathleen were interns uh, at one point, And then uh, Alana and Heather were not. And they were doing other things in the comics uh, world, I guess, in the comic sphere before getting pulled in here. But yeah, like, uh, Kathleen and I were interns. We run the intern program here for now for the editorial department, uh, which is great. We have three new ladies who are starting, and they're they're awesome. Uh, but yeah, those were that was our beginnings. I started interning at Marvel when I was in grad school at Sarah Lawrence, uh, and then shortly after graduating, they hired me on as an assistant, which was nuts and insane. And they hired me for the X Men office, which made me cry when I found out that I got in there. It was really really great. Um, but yeah, that's how I got in. Um, I I did not intern, um, and I really, like, hearing how many people work here that interned, I'm still kind of astounded that I got noticed at all. That's exactly Um, how I feel. Yeah, I applied applied right out of college. I did, like, you know, newspaper editing in college um, for the student newspaper, and I did my own um, comic strip there as well. Um, And I didn't get it the first time they considered me. Um, A year went by, they considered me again, didn't get it again. And then um, finally, two years went by, and I'd kind of been slowly, like, making a name for myself in the online fan comic community on Tumblr, and I think that that helped kind of, you know, push it over the edge, showing that, like, I actually knew, like, how to make comics myself and how to keep, um, like, I learned a lot from doing just a silly online fan comic, and that helped a bunch. Um, So, yeah, and that's kind of how I got in the door, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, I, I started, uh, my, my background definitely didn't begin in, like, comics in, in any way. I, I began getting an interest in comics when I was working in film in college, and uh, through that, I ended up uh, starting working for a couple different websites online, reviewing comics and interviewing creators and going to cons, and that's how I met Jordan White, and who's my current boss and at that time I had began to develop an interest in like oh what does an editor do I think this is something I could do and uh, Jordan and I met at C2E2 in 2014 and he kind of he chatted with me for an hour broke down this is what editing comics are and I decided okay I'm gonna edit comics (laughs) and I put together this huge project that for the life of me I still don't understand how it even happened. I, I made this um, anthology 
uh, comic anthology with had like over 50 creators involved and my goal was I'm gonna make this I'm gonna print this I'm gonna you know kickstart it whatever and this this will be my resume and I don't know maybe by the time I'm 30 I'll get a job somewhere uh, and before the book even went to print, like, Jordan had been following along my progress on Twitter, and he emailed me one day, and he was like, were you serious about wanting to move to New York? And I was like, why do you ask? <laughs> <laughs> and he uh, shot me the application, was like, send me your resume, and oh, next week I had an interview, so. Wow. Yeah, it's still, it's weird. <laughs> yeah, they kept me hanging for months, and Tom was also just kind of slowly, like, mocking me on Twitter, like, hey, was doing are you here yet? Too. Are you like, here yet? Are you here yet? And I was like, Tom Brevoort, I don't know what you want. Like, <laughs> I want to be there. Just tell me if I'm hired or well, not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, Jordan was doing the same thing. I was like, I'm really freaking out about this thing, let, and I can't we talk about let it. Editors have any yeah, Twitter? No, yeah. was just like, you don't need to worry. And I was like, stop doing this to me. I think it's worth mentioning though that Emily was the person who emailed me after my internship ended and was like, Hey, there's a position opening. I think you should apply for it. And I was like, Oh my God, Emily Shaw. <laughs> and then I did it. Oh, it was great. really? <laughs> it was all. Me, I basically got <laughs> you in the door. I know the deal. I make dreams come true. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, not inaccurate though. Christina was an amazing intern, and Aww. it was not only me who recognized that. So it was definitely a group effort of like, hey, Christina should definitely be working here. Aww. And I know that people felt the same way about Kathleen, even though I didn't yes. work with Kathleen directly. But um, you can go ahead and talk about Kathleen. You interview or you interned with the Spidey office, right? I was. It was the X office at the okay. time. Nick was still the head of the X office at the time, um, and so that was a few years ago. Now I was also in grad school um, and spent a few years not knowing what I wanted to do. And then I thought that I would study comics as an academic. And then I was in New York and I saw that Marvel had an internship program. I was like, well, I want to do that. <laughs> um, so. Uh, yeah, I was accepted as an intern. I interned in the X office, and I also assisted uh, Jordan at the time um, and Janine Schaefer, who isn't with Marvel anymore, but everyone still loves her because she's great. And, <laughs> um, and so then I went to work in textbook publishing for two years, um, which was okay, and then it was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then Nick Lowe emailed me to ask if I was still reading comics and into comics, and if I wanted to interview. And I, I wrote back a professional email to him, and then I immediately forwarded it to my friends and wrote, oh my god! <laughs> 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 had to check Gmail 47 times to make sure I didn't send the excited one. <laughs> I realized when I sent, I, oh gosh, I had my first interview, round of interviews with, you know, Tom and Mark Panisha and, and Mike Martz at the time, Katie and all that. And, you know, you, you do the interview and you, then you send the follow-up, you know, like this is, you know, oh, thank you for having me, blah, blah, blah. I realized in my follow-up, I misspelled something in the subject line. And then I left out a word in my actual email. Perfect. And I remember just, like, the next, like, I was just like, that's it. It's over. It's not happening. My life is, my life is, my life is done. What you again? Oh, crap. Exactly. Like, oh, I got this yeah. job. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's it. <laughs> I'm in the Midwest forever. <laughs> I should add as well that poor George Belliard was the person who reached out to me, and poor George Belliard had to get a call from me 
every, I think, three months for two years being like, so is there a job? So is there a job? So is there a job? Like, because it just, you know, you give me your phone number and I'm not going away. Like, it was in his signature line. I don't think he even meant to. But, but it worked. I don't advise that method. Though. Don't call George. It'll be sad. I'm repeating. Oh, I, I think the great thing about what I'll let you, we just stepped over Emily, whatever. Uh, <laughs> but I think really the great thing about all of your stories is they're all sort of uniquely different. And I that I think is, you know, we, we re- repeat this, this idea of like, you know, CB saying of like breaking out of jail, you only can do it once. But I think anyone at home who wants to be, you know, working in comics and maybe specifically an editor, you can take each part of their stories, you know, you don't necessarily have to intern and you don't necessarily have to do this, but you have to build a portfolio of your own work and work with other artists in the community to to show that you you have something we always say you know we always say at our woman of marvel panel like we ask people to stand up and say if they want to write or they want to draw comics and work with each other so you know even though they've all taken those opportunities of how they broke out of jail to get into comics you guys can still do something similar absolutely and i'm like totally struck by this is going to make me sound like an old lady like the this sort of the Twitter, Tumblr, like internet <laughs> aspect to to marketing yourself because I feel like that is very much in keeping with my the title I gave you guys, which is the next generation. <laughs> I mean, like even when I was applying for this gig, which was not very long ago, um, that was definitely not as common. And I think that's really cool that mm-hmm. now there is this platform for you guys to get your voices out there to get your work out for and and us you know we in this room we're looking at it you know it's not like you're doing it in a vacuum people actually see the stuff you're putting out on the internet which is very cool yeah i think it's like i like a lot of us talking about this online uh last week i think or something like that but like yeah yeah, a lot of us follow different artists on on twitter and tumblr and on deviant art and these places people who aren't quote-unquote discovered yet or Mm -hmm. aren't like actively working but like we all keep tabs on people. That sounds really creepy. I promise it's not that creepy. Um, it is like, creepy. I, I Google yeah. everyone I follow. It is hey, creepy. It's, it's not creepy if it gets you work, though. <laughs> <laughs> Creepier. No, no, no. Um, but, like, I don't know. It's the best way to do it. Like, if yeah. you want to be in comics, like, be in comics. Like, talk about the things that you like and write the thing that you want to read and draw the thing you want to be reading and just be involved, I guess. Well, you never, yeah, and the thing is you never know what might spark from just an online comic conversation like literally Jordan and I met because we were arguing on Twitter like that is that we're talking about Sailor so Moon beautiful. I don't know I see you'll be I don't watch like, Sailor no, Moon not at all I'm surprised Jordan lets me still sit in his office <laughs> but uh, I think we were, we were it was something Deadpool or Star Wars related like it was something of course on topic but like yeah we met because we were arguing and then I'm just like you're an editor. I want to be an editor. <laughs> Let's talk editing. <laughs> but but I've seen it happen on on Twitter on Tumblr where like people are joking about like different ideas for comics and then like next year all of a sudden we have this comic called Paper Girls which spurred from a Twitter conversation. You know, mm, that's so good. It's too. yeah, uh, but it's just it's it's fascinating and how the internet has changed this industry. Absolutely. And I think the takeaway is that you should all pick fights with Jordan White Absolutely. on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> we all endorse He'll this. Love it. Yeah. He'll do it now. <laughs> He'll love it. But don't do it between the hours of 9 a.m. and 5 p.m. I need him paying attention to comics. <laughs> I just do it at like 3 in the morning. It's no problem. That's fine. <laughs> Definitely pick fights with him by Sailor Moon. Oh, yeah, that's fine. You can do that anytime. <laughs> 
So we haven't had a chance to really delve into all new, all different yet, which is our new, all of our new series launching out of Secret Wars. Um, and I know that you guys all work on a bunch of new titles. Do you want to talk about, you know, your favorite new launches that you're working on? And, you know, what, what, are, what are you guys most excited about of the books you're assisting on? Of the, the books that I'm working on right now, well, so uh, we just started getting uh, Arden from Steve Dillon on Punisher, and it's like a weird dream come true. <laughs> I don't know how to type that <laughs> in an email and be professional, but um, like I'm finishing reading Preacher right now, and to get new Steve Dillon Arden the same day, it's very surreal and magical. Um, so I'm super excited about Punisher, which won't be out for several months, and so you can't do anything about it. But right now, <laughs> you can find copies of Drax, which was like my... Uh, I, there were a couple books that were a big surprise, but I had no idea what Drax would be like. Um, and it turned out to be really funny and just really spot on the tone of the Guardians of the Galaxy movie that everyone loves so much. And I think that the artist, Scott Hepburn, is like a comedic genius, and the colors are so bright. And so Drax is the, the book that I recommended drunk guys on the train <laughs> and and uh, wish that I could make just everybody read. No, I'm, just, my, yeah, I'm yeah. just picturing you like, like, hey, pretty lady, hey, have you read Drax? <laughs> <laughs> you around now just to see not in the creepy way but just in like the, the this is for posterity like you know I want to I want to see this happen do you bring extra copies with you and like hand them out you should we should There's no I don't want to go home with you but do you want to read this comic <laughs> have you read our lord and savior Drax Punisher and Drax is written by CM Punk right CM Punk and Colin Bunn. Oh, okay, word. Yeah, because yeah. that was really cool and interesting bringing, for those of you who don't know, including myself, I have a very sort of tenuous grasp on the wrestling world, <laughs> but he is a big name in the wrestling world. <laughs> yeah, he We've wrestled heard for his a, name before. <laughs> he wrestled for the WWE, and I think he's doing something he's now. Doing, like, in, MMA yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. now I think. Yeah. Cool. But yeah, he was he was pretty cool at the WWE. He was, he was pretty great to root for, and then to weep when he left. <laughs> and you're like, no! Mm -hmm. It was good. It was yeah. fine. But, so he and Colin work together really well, and uh, people know Colin Bunn. It's an excellent, amazing comic writer, and it's kind of cool that like, a, a guy who is really super savvy and experienced also works with this guy who's more just like a maverick, like, yeah, I'll write comic books. And <laughs> <laughs> their product is really great. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm a huge X-23 fan. I have really loved that lady for a long time. She's one of my favorite Marvel characters. And so to be able to work mm -hmm. on all new Wolverine, where we've elevated her and given her the legacy title of Wolverine, has been like a, a weird dream come true. When I found out that I was on that project, I think it went, and I was like, oh no, that's a, not a professional sound to make. Um, but yeah, it's been really satisfying like as a, as a fan and an editor to see us... Uh, propelling that character forward, but also having her develop as a person. Uh, she's still pretty angsty at times, but she's trying very much to like capture this this bright future that's just out of grasp. And she's like really trying to be this hero. And I just I love it. I love her seeing like seeing her just become something new. And Tom Taylor's writing a wonderful Laura story. Uh, and David Lopez and Nathan Fairbairn and David Navarrete, who are all involved in the art on that book is just it's so gorgeous it's such mm -hmm. a good book it's beautiful it's such a beautiful a book, book. Mm -hmm. uh, we're getting the last uh, few pages from, from David Lopez this week and I'm just like don't leave me <laughs> don't get off this book you make it beautiful um, but Marcio Takara is coming on for the for the second arc and we're also getting pages in from him and so I'm like oh Marcio you're the best <laughs> I'm like oh no 
I'm conflicted. Um, but uh, a surprise book for me that I really loved is Hercules, too. Uh, we're putting four out this week, and uh, I love that book. I love that book. It's it was it's really very surprising. Fun. Yeah, yeah. Dan Abnett is writing is writing the hell out of Hercules right now. Um, it feels like it's very much a standalone book that lives within like the legendary Marvel, mm-hmm. you know, little pocket of the universe we've created for these characters. Um, and he's building a really epic story, but it feels very grounded uh, in the relationships in it. Um, and Luke Ross is just an, an insane artist. <laughs> that book is so detailed; it's crazy. But yeah. Yeah, I love those two books. Out of all of them, those are the best. I love them. Yeah, um, my favorite is so new that it was only announced last week, um, which is the Thunderbolts launch <laughs> that we've got coming up after Standoff. I'm, I've been preposterously excited for that book for a long time, even before we had assigned a writer, um, <laughs> because like most of the people in the office know and are annoyed by how in love I am with Bucky. So <laughs> the fact that I like get to have a say in like the future of Bucky Barnes is still very surreal to me. Like I'm like he's, he's my guy now. Like he's he's right there and I get to do stuff with him. This is great. <laughs> um, and and um we it's also just it's really really exciting to be bringing back uh, the original T-Bolts cast. Um I'm reading through, you know, old collections now just to buff up on my knowledge and like the original series is such a blast like it really like it's one of those things that just still holds up so well and it's so fun and the characters are just so weird and nuanced interesting losers and so I'm really really excited to get to work on that book and John Malin has sent in a few um, covers and uh, character sketches so far and he's just a blast like he's just got so much energy to his work and he's just gonna bring such a, a voice to the page and I'm really really excited for that book so yeah yeah, no, I, I I work on a bunch of weird titles. Like I, I get a bunch of weird and fun things and, and the Deadpool Star Wars Spidey room that I live in. Uh, so yeah, we're we're doing uh, all new, all different Deadpool and following the same we're continuing the uh, the through line that Deadpool had before um, Secret Wars, but there's an all-new status quo, which is, you know, you give the wackiest discombobulated character a whole bunch of money, and, you know, he's funding the Avengers now. So, there's a lot of trouble for Deadpool to get into, and, and it's it's been so much fun working with Jerry and Mike and and that um, that whole crew with, with Deadpool. It, I feel like Deadpool, the book, is a bit like MacGyver. You know, you have... You you get all these different... You know, you have a thimble, a toothpick, a match, and uh, cotton candy. You put it in a bag, and this is what you get. You know, and you get something miraculous and amazing out of it. And that's how I feel with this new cast of Deadpool. You have Deadpool, the Merc with the Mouth. You have Slapstick, this old cartoon character in the real world. You have Fool Killer, this old... You know, this, like... James Bourne, legitimate name. <laughs> That's his name. World class super spy, you know, this old demon, and you put them together, and they're like this crew of mercenaries taking on the world, and it's frightening and hilarious and so much fun. Um, I absolutely love what they're doing with that story, and Deadpool's 25th anniversary is actually in just a couple weeks. Hey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's been around for 25 years. So we got an extra special uh, celebratory issue of that with a bunch of fun stuff in that. I suggest you check that out. Um, 
but a book that I'm so super excited that uh, is coming out in March is um, kind of happened by accident uh, is X-Men 92. It started as just this digital infinite comic during Secret Wars as one of the stories that took place on Battleworld where it's the cast from the old 90s X-Men cartoon. And that infinite comic did so well that they're like, hey, let's get an ongoing out of it. And we have Chad Bowers and Chris Sims and Alti Firmisiana doing the, uh, she's doing the art on it, and it's just so much fun. It's like I'm watching Saturday morning cartoons every day working on this series, and... You know, you have Gene and Scott together, and you got, you know, Logan and his, you know, old-school yellow-blue costume. So it's it's so much fun. I can't wait for you guys to see what is happening with that book. Awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All New, All Different is going to be really great, guys. And so for those of you, we started, I guess, launching it right out of Secret Wars. But October. We still, in yeah. October, and we're still coming out with number ones every month up through, I want to say, April. We've got a bunch of really cool series going on. I really love like everything we're publishing right now, so it's very exciting. To preface a very exciting episode of the Women of Marvel podcast that we have special for Valentine's Day, we're going to ask you ladies a question. Who in the entire Marvel universe, if you could choose, who would be your Valentine? It's a tough question, so you guys can think about it if you want to. I have an answer. All oh, right, Christina. Oh, oh, oh. Ready with the like answer. It was just like immediate. Um, a Peter Parker? Because mm-hmm. I feel like uh, it would immediately devolve into a, I have to go fight this crime, and I'd be like, okay, cool, I'm coming with. Um, <laughs> rather than, like, I don't know, boring like dinner and a movie type situation, I'd go and help him like fight the vulture. I mean, he's an old man vulture. I feel like it'd be easy. We could tag team him, like beat him up, and then like go for gelato <laughs> afterwards or something like that. I feel like it'd be a good Valentine's Day. Peter Parker, Spider-Man. Yeah. Great answer. Woo! Strong, classic answer. I like it. <laughs> so I have a, a thought, and I don't know if it's my best answer, but it's the one I'm coming up with. So, <laughs> I would maybe pick Moon Knight. So, I don't know if everyone's read Deadpool Secret Secret Wars, but in it, we see, like, this blonde Tom Selleck-esque Wade Mm. Wilson. (laughs) And it's just a fabulous look on on the guy. I mean, uh, he's got that great 70s mustache going on. But I don't know, like, Wade Wilson as your Valentine could go one of two ways. Like, one... He's going to try his best, no matter what. Like, he, he has a big heart, and he's going to try his best. It's probably going to go horribly wrong. <laughs> but the thought's what counts. But it's, it's the thought that counts. Well, it's I not like going it. wrong. It'll be great. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, 
That's how we all think here at Marvel. You'll get... <laughs> it's going great. No way it's going to come. You'll get a bouquet of white roses. They're probably from Harry Osborne's garden, so you're going to have a couple bad guys coming your way, but it's going to start off nice. That's true. That's true. That's true. He'll be your true romantic. I, 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 like, my, my, my brain is saying Gambit because I think he would treat me right, but my, <laughs> but my heart, my, my heart, my heart is saying Quicksilver because oh, he's he a babe. He you wrong. <laughs> no, 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 oh God, no. <laughs> no, because. I'm on Tony Stark for that. <laughs> um, a, because he's a babe. <laughs> I don't want to letter these anymore. Cut that. That's that's no good. Um, because he's a babe, and also he's kind of starting to get his life together a little now that he's not like crying about the fact that Magneto is his dad all the time, and he's kind of been you know taking some ladies on nice dates, and they go real nice places, and he dresses real nice, and he's adorable. So that's my guy. What I'm getting out of this is Quicksilver is a babe, and he's nice. Yeah, yeah. sometimes. 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 <laughs> like, like he's kind of got that prickly on the outside thing going, but I feel like he would still be a nice date. <laughs> and prickly on the outside, like soft and squishy on the inside, is totally yeah. a good look. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I appreciate it's it. It's true. It's true. Absolutely. You can always get him to run the other side of the world to bring yeah, back yeah. fresh food. Right, exactly. Th- that's true. I mean, exactly. he, he is a I good date to have. from anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> there, is, there is never an excuse when you have Quicksilver. It's true. <laughs> that's true. a very, he'd be a very useful boyfriend. <laughs> yes, I agree with exactly. that. Oh, so like, maybe we should change our choices. <laughs> like, oh, I forgot my phone charger at home. Oh, here it is. Like, oh, man. Yes. This is getting better. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you for coming on the podcast. It was awesome to hear from everybody, and I hope the listeners out there get a little bit more of like a peek inside what it's like to work work at these awesome awesome offices full with amazing ladies. What am I saying? <laughs> <laughs> really, we're keeping that in. All right. <laughs> no, I, I, it's okay. We're good. The, the power I have, guys. Uh, do you guys have Twitter so that if people have questions at home, yes. interested in the books that you're right you're working on, or or how you got in? Yeah, um, I'm at Wright Nesky on Twitter. Uh, I'm at Celacanth Kiss, and good luck spelling that, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm at Alana Wrights, and it's mostly just a lot of me crying about TV shows, so if you're into that, I do that. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, wow, I have a boring Twitter handle. I need to rethink this. Mine's just Heather Antos. <laughs> no, a- Adri would say you have the correct. <laughs> we had a social media training course, crash course with Adri, and apparently all of us do Twitter no. wrong. So. <laughs> I have two under, under things in my Underscores. Yeah, yeah and so to remind everyone, I am at Emily underscore Shaw Shaw. Which is wrong, according yes. to Adri. And I'm OMG underscore DJ underscore Judy. Because <laughs> we're old. It's because yes, we're old. Yes, because my Twitter name's old. We'll make sure to write those down for our news stories, so just in case you guys uh, couldn't type them out or can't find <laughs> or them. Or can't spell them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, tune in as we do. We have a special Valentine's Day episode, and we're also looking into getting some uh, fashion crew on as, we, as New York City gets ready for Fashion Week. So... Uh, as always, if you guys have questions for us, you can email them to us at womanof at marvel.com or tweet at marvel hashtag womanofmarvel. Uh, I think that's it. We will check you guys later. This is Marvel, your universe. <laughs>